The battle for talent has put a spotlight on the changing needs of today's workforce. What matters most to employees now looks a little different than it did before the pandemic. To attract and retain great people, how you advertise job openings and communicate that you're an employer of choice should reflect these changing needs. Welcome to HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. This is Jim Duffy. Today we'll talk about ways you can stand out in today's tight labor market and how to keep staff on board once they join your team. We're joined by Aubrey Daly, Certified Diversity Recruiter for ADP, and Kieran Contractor, Director of Talent Acquisition at ADP. Collectively, Kieran and Aubrey have more than three decades of experience helping small and medium-sized businesses expertly attract and recruit employees across all industries. Aubrey has recruiting experience is anchored in both the agency and corporate spaces. As a client recruiter with ADP, she partners with ADP HR outsourcing clients on a full cycle recruiting in from entry level to C-level roles across all major industries. Kieran has built her experiences around recruiting for top talent while partnering with organizations on their hiring strategies. Kieran currently leads a team of recruiters dedicated to assisting ADP's HR outsourcing clients, helping them attract and find talent in a variety of industries, as well as providing guidance and insights on candidate engagement. So Aubrey and Kieran, thanks very much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having us, Jim. Yes, thanks for having us. So, Kieran and Aubrey, let's start with the labor shortage and how difficult it is for small business owners to fill open positions. What advice would you give our listeners to help them find candidates in a difficult hiring market? Aubrey, if we may, let's start with you. Well, as we all know, there's a lot of competition out there for companies looking to hire. We've seen a lot of companies getting really creative to get applicants to walk in the door just to take an interview. We've seen employers pay applicants to interview. We've seen free appetizer promos for applicants. And we've also seen employers pay applicants just to try out the job for a day and get to know the team. I thought that one was a really interesting tactic to get people through the doors faster and potentially steal the deal. They're all very interesting tactics. Thanks, Aubrey. How about you, Karen? Well, there definitely have been some creative strategies that have shown to be successful recently. But there are a lot of basic grassroots strategies that any employer can implement to really help set them apart as well. I know this sounds simple, but it's still important to spend time coming up with a solid job title and a creative and detailed job description for the opening. Remember, the posting is your billboard for the open position and where organizations can make their first impression. So in the description, you should define the role, let candidates know who you are as a company and how you take care of your employees. You should include as much detail as you can about the benefits and perks you offer as well. It will really help you stand out. And be transparent and upfront about work locations and vaccine requirements as well. That's definitely a question nowadays with candidates. I would also say the referral system is huge right now. It's continuously asking, who do you know to everyone, including your current employee? Incentives for referrals are also popular right now. So get your employees to put it out there in their social circles and have it trickle down that way. I've been asked about social media as well, but the reality is that small business owners may not have the capital or the means to pay for Facebook or Instagram ads when they're also paying for the more traditional recruiting efforts, such as posting to job boards. That's a great point. On the opposite side of the spectrum, Aubrey, can we talk about job seekers for a minute? How have candidate expectations for potential employers changed over the past six months or so? Well, the hot topic right now is workplace flexibility or remote work. It's big. 
Employees have so much on their plates right now and are doing more than ever to try and balance career and personal responsibilities. Having a more flexible work arrangement can help them achieve that balance. ADP did a survey of SMB employees recently and found 70% said that they're expecting to continue some form of remote work through the next year. But not everyone wants to stay remote full-time as they also found 54% of the employees said that they eventually want to return to an on-site location. So if your business has the ability to be a little flexible, but you aren't adding these benefits, maybe it's time to reconsider. If you can't offer remote work, we've seen some companies redefine flexible work, including getting creative with hours and shifts to help benefit their employees. And according to that same survey, employees were asked what they want their employers to offer them in the next six months. While some of the responses were common benefits, like healthcare, vision, and dental, there were a few newer requests that seemed to be trending, like mental health benefits, internet and phone reimbursement, and education benefits. Very helpful. Uh, thank you, Aubrey. Uh, Kieran, anything you'd like to add? What are you hearing about the kinds of things candidates want from an employer? Yes, I would say that another important trend to consider is an employee's sense of belonging. It's a big expectation for people considering a potential employer, and it's not necessarily something we've seen in the past. We're still in a state where people are anxious and worried, and if an employer is not considering those emotions, candidates will walk away. Candidates are also looking for a structured training program as well when they start. If a new employee starts off with a scattered onboarding process, they may feel that the employer hasn't taken the time to make them feel like they're ready to contribute. We've also seen some candidates that have left the company within a couple of weeks because the employer's expectation was that the candidate should hit the ground running. But that kind of mentality where there is no plan creates a lack of empathy and consideration for the candidate. That's a great insight. Thank you, Karen. And if I may ask a follow-up, uh, what can a small business owner do to stand out from their competition and help make them more attractive to prospective applicants? Well, we've already covered remote or flexible work as a way to stand out, but there really is a lot more that an employer can do to set them apart. For starters, let's talk about branding. Now, when you hear me say that, your mind may go straight to your website or your social media handles, but that's not what I wanna talk about. I think one of the most important things a business can do for their brand is to acknowledge that we're in the midst of a pandemic and that you want to make sure that you're doing everything in your power to keep your employees safe. Over 50% of candidates consider safety to be a top priority as they're looking for a job. So you need to show that you're serious about your employee safety. And 70% of candidates care about what an organization is doing to showcase diversity and inclusion and their dedication to social responsibility as well. So promoting what you're doing in these areas could help you look attractive to candidates that want to work for your business that helps them fulfill their sense of purpose. Great point, Karen. So to add to this, I've seen that companies are continuing to realize that personal life will always be a part of business life, especially now. Businesses need to ask themselves how they can continue to connect to their people in order to stand out. One of the examples that comes to mind is a company expanding their medical benefits to family and even pets. A couple other examples we've seen are companies creating partnerships with local childcare and tutoring organizations to offer discounts, or even adding a mental wellness day once a month as a part of their PTO program. Wow, very interesting. 
Uh, Aubrey, anything else that employers can do to stand out or improve their brand and help fill open positions? Yes. Employers can also tap into their current employees. They're your most valuable recruiting asset. One of the top reasons why candidate declines an offer is due to negative reviews employees leave about an employer on sites like Glassdoor. Candidates today are very savvy in researching their options, so reviews can be very damaging or advantageous to an employer's hiring process. Candidates care more about what employees say about the company they're working for than maybe that video that you created for your website that brags about how good you are. That's a great point, Aubrey. Thank you. Uh, Kieran, what do you think are some of the biggest reasons employers do not fill an open position? Uh, is there anything they can do to make the process easier on themselves, or do you have any tips for them? I think the biggest thing an employer can do is to prioritize the hiring process. Don't wait a week to get back to a very qualified candidate and be transparent and honest about the salary and job responsibility expectations. Most importantly, keep the lines of communication open. As crazy as it may sound, we still hear stories of employers ghosting applicants. Lack of communication by the employer is a really poor candidate experience and will make the candidate feel like that's what it will be like working there. Setting upfront expectations with candidates about their timeline and actually following through with it will go a long way with the candidate pool. Yeah, I agree, Karen. And I'll add that employers need to be more flexible in today's hiring market. We see a lot of employers holding out for that unicorn of an applicant that checks every box on their wish list. Problem is, that applicant doesn't exist. So, for example, if you're set on hiring someone with a bachelor's degree, but you have a great person with all the right experience right in front of you, are you really going to pass over them because they don't have that degree? Or if a candidate lacks experience in one area, but excels in the other areas of the required job, an employer should consider bringing them on and providing a little additional training. Yeah, that's a great point, Aubrey. One thing I'd like to add to this is look at your interview process. If you don't have a good strategy in place today, you're going to lose out on some great candidates. The days where you make candidates meet with three, four, or five people in your company to make sure they are a great fit are gone and exhausting for someone. In the time it takes to meet with five people, that candidate probably receives five other offers from your competition. Nowadays, employers should even consider on-the-spot offers to qualify candidates if they really like someone. All terrific insights. Great. Thank you both, Aubrey, and thank you, Karen, for joining HRpreneur today. You both shared with our listeners some great ideas about how to better stand out in a very competitive labor market. We appreciate your time and expertise. And thank you all for listening and joining us here at HRpreneur. Be well. Be well.